Um, yes, please come closer to me, Zach. Let me turn off things. Uh, uh, you sound okay. Do you want me to come closer? I can. I can come closer. I was just yeah, curious. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you'll be alright. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. And my name is Michael Holler. And I'm Zach Nicholson. So today, um, well, yesterday, Michael called me and he's like, hey, uh, you want to go see the World of Warcraft movie? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. Um, it's one of them video games. Yeah. And uh, so we got a, like, a pretty pretty advanced advanced screening yeah i think honestly this is probably one of the first showings of the film because i haven't heard it's diddly squat yeah okay diddly poop yeah and i mean like it's a full month before this film comes out and there's really not a lot of buzz about it so long story short we saw the movie um directed by duncan jones yes who did movies like source code and moon zach perspective moon is amazing everyone should watch it I don't really have much else to add. Yeah. Source code? I enjoyed source, source code. Source code is pretty good. What is that movie about? It's about, it's it's Edge of Tomorrow, but with Jake Gyllenhaal and on a train. Oh. And terrorists instead of aliens. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's okay. it's pretty good. Sweet. Moon is great, though. Everyone should watch Moon. Also, David Bowie's son. Yes. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Related to David Bowie. Duncan Jones technically had a cameo in uh, Labyrinth. Big presence on screen. That's really that's really clever, Michael. You nailed it. <laughs> He's talking about David Bowie's junk. Yep. That tight, tight spandex. So anyway, um, this World of Warcraft movie, Michael, what, uh, what, explain World World of Warcraft. Is that uh, what it's called? I honestly can't. No. What is the What is the game? What is it about? I honestly don't know. Monsters. It's about fantasy genre. Is it is a high fantasy affair? Um, uh, yeah. Sword only... and sorcery. Yeah. I think uh, my biggest frame of reference from it is from that one episode of South Park mm-hmm. where they covered it. I think and... that's where most people know it from at this I point. I think that's where most people know of World of Warcraft. I don't know. You'd be surprised. There are a lot of people that play WoW. My uh, Yeah, my dad used to play it with my older sister. Yeah? Yeah. I live with a bunch of nerds. Well, you are a nerd, so I it am. makes sense. Just not a World of Warcraft nerd. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting seeing the audience for this movie because I don't think that there are a lot of World of Warcraft fans in it. I, I mean, there disagree. was like I think there were quite a few because they, they applauded at the end. Did they? Yeah. I heard golf claps. That's still applause. I mean, they didn't like burst it, it into wasn't, fucking. It wasn't like a like an, It wasn't an interactive like when we saw Star Wars: The Force Awakens. There was like cheering and applause and laughter, and this one it was like. Something would happen on screen, you'd get, like, three people going. To be fair, I mean, like, Harry Potter's one of the biggest franchises in the world, but I didn't, for the first several movies, I don't remember anyone cheering or anything. Well, you want to know why, Zach? Because fuck Harry Potter. <laughs> it's, like, Twilight well, I mean, garbage. Can, yep. can, can yeah, everyone's yeah. little baby hands, like, actually clap at that point? 
Because it's for children, right? Michael, you're so fucking dumb. It makes me angry. Like, <laughs> like I know Tyler's joking, but you're just you're an idiot sometimes. Like, no, fair. Um, but no, this movie it uh, it has a legitimate filmmaker behind it. Duncan Jones is great, and um, I don't know what happened. Well, I really don't. No, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say, like, I I think if you are really into the mythology of the world of Warcraft, um, and you're into those games, you'll probably enjoy seeing it. Now, the plot. This is one of those kind of movies where it's like it's it's ten parts plot, zero parts story. If you know, if you understand what I'm trying to say, it's like there are a lot of things that happened, but I didn't really feel. Taken. Like anything was happening? Yeah, it didn't have any weight to it. Well, this movie, like, it didn't have a narrative. Like, it had an event that happened, and then that was it. Like, in the first two minutes of this movie, this portal opens between the orc planet and the human planet, which I, I was talking to someone recently, and they're just explaining. They're, it's not a different planet, it's just they're on a different continent. And it's a portal between continents. What? Yeah, apparently that's what it is. <clears throat> okay. And, uh... Who are you talking to? Darren. Because oh. he's a Warcraft... Aficionado. Yeah. He was trying to explain it to me, and I'm like, this is this makes no fucking sense. Um, well, I'm sure it makes no... But, like, if you sat down and tried to explain the nitty-gritty plot details of Lord of the Rings, you'd sound like an idiot. I mean, it's sure. just... The fantasy, genre, the fantasy genre, it's gonna have some silliness to it. And that's fine. Yeah, but with this, it's like, there's an event that happens in the first, like, five minutes of the movie. Not even five minutes, I would say. Um, evil dude opens a portal to this other continent, and they come over to the other continent, and now there are orcs and humans in the same continent, and that's the whole movie. Yeah. And I, I didn't nothing else continent. happens from I there. I didn't even think that they... I didn't even think that they were trying to set it up to be... Con Maybe it's like that in the game. I was getting, like, a different dimension kind yeah, of Yeah, I thought it was, like, a different planet or something. Yeah, or... I wouldn't, yeah, not even just necessarily planet. I was just like, yeah, it's just a they, portal. They, they come from a different place. They never... There was no exposition for characters or species or locations or motivations or anything indicative of a backstory in any capacity. Like, things would be happening and you just kind of have to roll with the punches and I don't mean it in the sense where in some stories you can do that, where it's like, oh, it really just throws you into the world, like how Mad Max does. This is kind of just like, I wish I knew what was going on right now. No, it absolutely, it does the same thing as Mad Max, but Mad Max is such a simplistic story that the actual details of the world and, like, I don't know what... Um... Well, they don't explain any of the yeah. details. You're just supposed to just kind of make things up, like... Right, but it, it's... But yeah, but the... The, the story itself is so simplistic that it doesn't really call for it. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, okay, it's a post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah. Like, this, I don't need to know all of the like individual you can fill, members you can of fill it in. Cabinet. You can fill it in in your head is what I'm yeah, saying. Like, yeah, all the exactly. background stuff. Yeah, with this, it just feels like you're missing large chunks of what's supposed to be happening. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like, the, I think the worst, the biggest fallacy of this movie is that... Biggest I, fallacy. Yeah, it's phallic. No, okay, go on. The big, the base, it's, there's nothing. Like, it's an empty, hollow movie. Like, there's no characterization from anyone. There's no real narrative. There's no emotion to it. There's a couple points where it tries to have emotion, but these characters are so bland and placeholdery that, like... I don't necessarily think that they're bland. I just think that there's just so much going on 
um, so quickly. I have like literally nothing to. I, we were talking about this outside of the thing. I have I have nothing to say about it because I really don't even understand it. it this was quite literally the least accessible film that I've ever seen in my life. And it's not to say that it's like bad in the way that something like Batman and Robin is bad. It's just like I I felt like the movie was doing its thing for someone else that wasn't me. And they're like, yeah, you pro just don't worry about it. Fuck you. We're yeah. Not play to this audience. Yeah, well, it seems like this is the kind of thing, like, for it to be a theatrical release seems like a misstep. It's a $100 million budget. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, it's made by um, Blizzard, Le right? Yeah, Blizzard with Legendary. And, so maybe because uh, it was Universal? the Universal? It was released uh, by Universal, made by... Legendary Pictures, Blizzard Entertainment, and Atlas Entertainment. Oh, yeah, distributed by Universal. Universal, yeah. Um, you're saying, Zach? Well, I don't know. I don't know if that could have something to do with... Because it's made by the studio that created the games, maybe they were like, well, we don't want to pander to a... To a not to an audience who's not already invested, they're just right. going for their own fan base already. Mm -hmm. um, similar to kind of like what Zack Snyder was saying on Batman v Superman, where he was like, "Fuck it, we're not explaining anything. Sure, you just it flash tra time travels. If you don't know that, you got to get on board." Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it 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 did kind of feel like that. If that flash time traveling sequence was like the most whole movie, of yeah, the movie. no, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with this one too, like I was talking to darren and from what he was explaining like this is the origin like this is the starting point like the games didn't cover yeah, this, that, this that, is... well that's yeah that's what duncan jones and everyone's been saying since it was announced that's why it's called warcraft because i guess the original game was called warcraft it was mm -hmm. and there was warcraft 2 and 3 and then, and then it became warcraft. world of warcraft well but yeah. the whole thing is this happens before warcraft like, this is the story before the first game happens. Oh, okay. Because when the first game happens, this portal's open, and everyone's living on this thing together, and that's Wait, where the world starts. Are you sure? It's not like the first World of Warcraft game? No, the first Warcraft because game. Because I remember the first because, Warcraft, they didn't really have a story. Because the little baby thing that we see in the movie no. is the main character of the third game. And okay. Yeah, and the whole thing is, like, when the first portal like i guess they did they retroactively add story to this thing i don't fucking care i don't know but um, it's it's just something where it's like if this is supposed to be the starting point treat it like the starting point but this feels like we were dropped into something it yeah it very much feels it's like uh what is that literary technique called medias res or mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um it, yeah you're kind of dropped into this thing that's already happening now we open with the orc people and i guess their world is dying it's more just like unpleasant is it like literally yeah but they don't look like the kind of race that really cares about pleasantness so much racist yeah but there's this whole <laughs> thing where they're like man i miss trees i miss snow don't you miss snow and then that's it i i, I legitimately don't remember you that. don't that was it was in the clip they released a clip also recently where it's two orcs and they're talking and they're like yeah okay was it that scene it was, was that scene yeah you were saying that and i was like that definitely rings a bell but i don't want to open my mouth and sound like an idiot yeah yeah no there's this whole thing where the orcs are just like unlike don't you, the rest of the time don't you miss <laughs> unlike me don't you miss the trees and the green and how full of life everything is and don't you miss running through the snow and you're just like mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I, 
I, I, I feel like I have like nothing really to say. It's no nothing it intelligent anyway because I, I I really do. I feel almost like I didn't watch the movie, um, simply because I I didn't understand what was going on the entire time. Yeah, it feels like if this was an entry point, it's like watching Age of Ultron. But I'd say to a worse degree, because even Age of Ultron has some slight... Like, the characters are distinguishable, you know? But, the, yeah, the characters are broad enough and, under like, they all kind of... Well, Age of Ultron is a little bit muddled, but I feel like you would understand who they are. And yeah, like, you know, you, you know their motivations for most things. Sure, like, you understand yeah. this is Tony Stark, this is Captain America. Mm-hmm. Like, you under... This one has, like, eight characters, and I can't remember for the life of me anyone's names or motivations or anything discernible about well, them as characters. Well, since we don't really have all that much to say about the plot because we don't know it. We can make it up. We could... I could quiz you on what their names are. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> to be fair, I can't name anyone in Lord of the Rings outside of Frodo. No, that's true. That's fine. Boromir, but Legolas, I can, Gimli, I can I can literally name uh, Frodo, Aragorn. Legolas, and Aragorn. Um, I don't know the name of Sean Bean. Boromir. Okay. I don't know. Gimli, now that you say it's it, is dwarf, the dwarf, right? Yeah. When you said it, it rung a bell, but I wouldn't. If you were like, what was the dwarf's name? Wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah, I know Bilbo. Bilbo, <laughs> Sam. I know Dildo Baggins. Gollum. Dildo. Oh, Gollum. Gollum, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gollum or Smeagol. Saruman, and then there's also one called Sauron. Gandalf? You didn't know, know Gandalf? Like. Okay, I wasn't. I was. I'm the, yeah, okay. Gandalf. Okay, Gandalf. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf, Frodo, Aragorn, and Legolas. I wouldn't have been able to name Gimli if you hadn't said it, and it, why was it, like, clicked? Yeah. Uh, Samwise Gamgee. Is, is it Samwell? Samwell Tarly. No, no it's... It, Samwell oh, is Gimli. Okay, um... Is. Yeah, but see, like, I, I know their What's names, and I don't even... What's Hugo Weaving's name? Hugo... Uh, v... What's the Megatron. what's Blanchett's name? Wait, it's not V. What? No, he's V for Vendetta. Is oh, what he's okay. quoting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who we oh, name. Oh yeah, okay. He's I don't the know Kate Blanchett. Um, I don't know Elf Christopher, Girl. Christopher Lee as Christopher Lee. Uh, he's he's, uh, he's one Sauron Sar- or Saruman. Saruman. I don't See, I always yeah, get I don't the, know the mixed difference. <laughs> <laughs> Sauron is the eye, yeah. right? Sauron. Yeah, See, the eye of Sauron. Okay. So See, and maybe it's just not because fantasy doesn't innately appeal to me. But with certain things, Tyler, you had a good point. Like with certain things, fantasy, a lot of people will usually say like, "I don't like fantasy." But yeah. Well, what I was specifically saying, um, what after we got out, I was like, when you hear like normal people talk about something like Game of Thrones, the number one thing that I hear when I talk about it with anyone, they're like, "Well, I don't normally like this kind of thing, but I like that." Mm-hmm. I like Game of Thrones. Um, World of Warcraft is the this kind of thing in that sentiment. Um, it is very much this just sort of impenetrable orgy sort of sorcery of... kind of thing. Yeah. But and you know what? If you like that kind of thing, you'll probably really dig it. Like then that's fine. I don't want to shit on this movie. Like I said, I, it didn't make me angry in the way that bad movies usually make me angry. Well, it's because you didn't pay for it. Fair. <laughs> But, no, even if I had, I would be like... It just uh, left you confused. Yeah, I just, it was inaccessible. Well, it was... the movie ended, and I didn't really feel like it was ending. I like, felt I mean... like there were several different points where it could have ended, but then it just kept going, and I was like, okay. Well, I that mean... was like my inner monologue the entire time. Something would have me like, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's the kind of movie where, like, there's no n- real narrative, 
So when there's supposed to be like a peak or like an emotional crux of the story, it it, it goes through the motions of happening. But like maybe 20 minutes from the ending, I was just befuddled. Like I'm like, what is the point? Like what's well, I think there, what's the deal? Like I, why? Are, what are they going for at this point? I think there are two ways that you could really tackle these kind of big high fantasy things. You could take the Lord of the Rings route where everything is big and epic and there's this tremendous world that fills volumes and volumes and volumes worth of texts outside of the books themselves. Right. Um, but it's a very simple, very clear goal. We got a ring, we got to throw it into a volcano. And so the audience always knows what's going on even if they don't understand all of the minute details. And you have the Game of Thrones route, which is also a big sweeping narrative, but it's not really about the details, it's about the characters. At least it was in the first three books, and then everything goes to shit right now, and it's going to shit on the show. I don't want to talk about it. Um, this kind of had neither of those things, like because you didn't have the human characters. With something like Game of Thrones, where it's like, okay, they they occupy people in castles, and there's some of them are wizards, and some of them are whoever. But you understand who they are and why they're doing the things that they do. Mm -hmm. With this one, it felt like no this, character had any semblance of motivation. Nobody, they didn't even really have archetypal roles. No, there's where, there's like in Lord of the Rings has that in Spades. It's like you have the hero who is uh, Aragorn, the king, yeah. The king that returns. Um, then you have like the little dildo character. Dildo maybe Baggins. They, maybe they invented that uh, for Lord of the Rings because I feel like there's always like a little nebbish dildo character that ends up being a hero in these fantasy things. Yeah, a but character I mean, that like, I really dislike, but they end up being the 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 big focal um, point. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, with this, it's just I don't know. There was no characterization to anyone, and things would happen. Like, spoiler alert, I guess this movie's hard to spoil because there's really nothing to spoil because nothing really happens. Oh, a lot happens, but it's just... Like I said, it, it it's missing that simple narrative thrust of, like, there there isn't one overwhelming goal. And it also, it kind of... I don't know if this wants to split the difference between Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings because it kind of feels a little bit like both. In that it jumps around from character... Like, I couldn't tell you who the central character to this is. Yeah. Well, I can't tell you who any of the characters are. Well, no, but, like, even if I'm, like, looking at the list... From I'm like, perspective well, I can, okay, face, you there mean? Was, there was human guy okay. uh, that with the sword. Okay. There was green lady. Okay, with the knife. Yeah, there was, like, the little Mexican wizard dude. He looked Spanish-ish. Okay. The young one or the old one? The young one. Okay. Then the old wizard guy, who wasn't even really old, he was like in his 40s maybe, I'm like, you don't look like a wizard archetype, but whatever, movie, I'll go with it. Um, the the grand wizard. Yeah, in the, in the the with the jacuzzi. Yeah, that was a KKK thing, the grand wizard. Ah, uh, <laughs> got um, it. And then you have the orc guy, and then also bad orc, right? Yeah, there's a good orc. Who never, like, that was the thing, like, the main orc. It seems like the movie should have been from his perspective. Yes. Or it should have done something to get 
both groups together. Like, well, I mean, he just kind of he seemed like a side character to me. Well, every because, character seems like a side character. Well, no, you like the fellowship of this movie would be Green Lady, uh, uh, Young Wizard, um, the King. Was that was that Renly from Game of Thrones? I don't know. Uh, he died in season two. You wouldn't remember. Um, no, he it wasn't because. Is the gay king? Yeah, I I know who you're talking about, but I don't think it was. Yeah, well, it's because he's bearded. Yeah, well, all white people look the same to me. That's fair. So yeah, you had like the the human and the half human orc. Allegedly, whatever the fuck she was, um, they were the central group, I think. But I like I was waiting the entire movie for them to bring the other orc into that. You know, well, I mean, if you mix. saw the trailer, he was important. Like we open with him. If you saw the trailer, gonna... the trailer starts and it's or the trailer starts. Well, the whole point of the trailer is you have this character, like the orc character, and he's like, "The we need to work with the humans," and you have that whole thing. It's like, "Why are you doing this?" Is like to save my people, and that literally does not happen in the movie. There's maybe two scenes and a line where it's like, "We need to work together," and then it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So it just feels like a subplot that should have been the main plot that just was not... A lot of sure, like, it's hinted at and then dropped off. Like, if you remember seeing Jurassic World and there's one point where there's two kids who are like, Mom and Dad are getting divorced, and then it, it's literally dropped and it yeah. doesn't matter for the rest of the you movie. the best part of the, the movie? The best part of that movie, yep. I think you're talking about the best movie of 2015 is that's, what you're talking about. That's, that's what yeah. that DVD says. Um... And it's just that feels like it happens repetitively in this movie. Like, a character will say something, and you're like, oh, so they're going to tie it into this or explore this, and nope, they just drop it. Well, no, it was like, I don't know, it had that kind of Star Trek thing where they'll just make something up to further the plot along. They'll be like, oh, well, the dude-to-do needs to open so we could get through the biddly-bop. And they just, in Star Trek, they'll explain those things mm-hmm. right away or they'll make a metaphor for them they did a whole joke in futurama about that but like um this just didn't do that they're like we need the we need the the MacGuffin for the... Then, but like in a, if it was like the marvel MacGuffin, that works as a plot device as well because there's only one of them and it's the central plot of the movie it's like well we got to go get this thing the, this didn't have one thing that we had to go get yeah, like... Which is strange, because it could have easily been that. Because this isn't like World of Warcraft, the, the entire thing. It's like, you you go into mines and you get you get treasures. You go into dungeons and you fight dragons. So you make Pirates of the Caribbean, but with orcs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this was just... Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of deflating, too, because they're like... I enjoyed the action sequences. I thought they were well-framed, well-shot, and... Like, they were exciting, like things would happen you're like oh yeah that that guy just got his hand blown off that's fucking cool or that guy's skull just got crushed inside a helmet like on a visceral note like yeah it's it's fun and it's well filmed clancy brown was in this yeah clancy brown was in it Mm -hmm. who was he i don't know i think it was just one of the orcs orcs? i think um oh was he the big bad orc probably but i mean like i'm looking at their names right now it means nothing (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it, (laughs) It's just like, I mean, this was a movie where it's just like, there was no emotion. And I guess, spoiler alert, there's some parts where it's like, oh, but 
the human guy with sword, like his son, dies. Isn't that sad? In theory. And it's like, I guess. I mean, the grand overall idea of it is kind of sad, but. Uh, it's just you empty. Gave like me no all the... reason to care other than like, oh, it's a father and a son. Yeah, I mean, it's it's everything is just so empty and hollow and emotionless. Like it. It, it gives the... It feels like a video game. Yeah, it, it gives, or like... Or, like, the, the World of Warcraft-style video game. It gives, like, the surface-level appearance of, like, oh, isn't this, like, deep? But that kid, like, the son, had, like, eight lines of dialogue, and six of those eight lines were just, Dad! So, I mean, like... There's, Dad! There's no real... Dad! Yeah, there's no Dad. reason to care about anyone in this movie. Dad, stop and I guess, cramping my style. I'm a warrior. I'm a soldier. Um, I'm a soldier dad. You don't get me. So it also obviously does a lot of like video game style fights. There's a scene where they come into contact and the big bad wizard guy is up on top of the hill and he's like raining down lightning on everybody, but it's just a shield. And I was like, that doesn't seem very cinematic to me. Well, that earlier... feels more like a video game plot device where it's like, oh, our shield is up. You can't touch us. This is why I think if you really are well-versed in the games and you know the mythology of it, you'll probably get something out of that. To me, um, when I'm thinking of the way that they handle magic and stuff in this movie, there's a pretty common rule when you're writing about any sort of uh, magical thing. What, that there need to be limitations? There needs to be rules. There need to be very clear and concise rules. You could do whatever the hell you want, but you can't just start making shit up to move the plot forward you know what i mean it's like in harry potter they have these spells we know what the spells are um and we know what each when of guardian them leviosa that makes them float um expelliarmus is the one that paralyzes them no it, it does it kill spells them spells their arm oh it's a disarming spell it like removes their arm like an amputee no that would be septum sempra that slashes them all up mm-hmm this is this is a this is a truth fact. Snape invented that spell. Okay. Snape is the half blood prince. That and he does that. Yes. Spoilers. What? My friend is just reading these books and like doesn't know that Snape is the half blood prince. So he's like, yeah. I know it's gonna be someone. I just don't know who. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> I can't figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just. I, uh... Yeah, this it's movie. Professor McGonagall. <laughs> okay, and there's this whole thing that happens. Like, there's this half-orc lady, who we assume is a half-orc because she doesn't look like the other orcs. She looks more human than... She looks teenier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were so, there any other girl orcs in the movie? Yes. Yeah. And did they look like her, or did they look... No. No, they okay. were fully CG. Okay. She looked like... Um, because I, I thought, when I first saw it, I thought that it was just like, they were like, the girl orc has to be hot, because yeah. she's hot. That's actually, well, yeah, mean, when that's I saw what the trailer, was, that's what I figured. Yeah. We okay. assume that they're that she's half human, but they never say that, right? Well, they never say that she's half human, but she's half something else. Or maybe she's just deformed, because her name means that she's cursed, and they killed her mother for birthing her. You've been cursed with hotness. Yeah, you've been cursed with hotness. Um, no, it's like that Pig People episode of The Twilight Zone, uh, where they, I'm just dating myself again. Yeah. I remember back when I was a wee lad watching Twilight Zone in wow. the 1960s. Wow. 
But I mean, but I mean, like, it's it's one <laughs> of those things. Like, sorry. No, it, it's it's one of those things too. And like, evil wizard guy, he he has this whole thing where he's like, I on my travels I searched long and hard until I found love. He, no, he said he said, um, he's like I traveled across the land searching far and wide. And somebody was like <laughs> yeah. looking for a Pokemon guy. I heard him in the back. I was like, that those are the lyrics to Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, he said that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how did no one? And then, and then he was saying, like, and then I found love, and then I left. And then so I'm like, you're thinking, like, so wait, is is he, like, her father? He's, that's what or, I thought. I was like... Is that what's insinuated? Because nothing ever comes of that, and, like, even Lady Orc no, doesn't say anything. They just move on. Yeah, they're like, okay. Um, other stuff needs to happen now. Yeah, and then initially, like, you again, you were saying, like, you see the wizard, and, like, oh, so he's going to be the bad guy, because it's, like he's the high wizard of course he'd be the bad guy and then someone says like don't trust him and you're but why he seems like an okay guy he's pretty trustable yeah his job is to protect the whole world yeah and there's like except for the other half of it apparently yeah apparently um yeah and even when they brought it up like oh it's his mother and before i knew like oh it's just a different continent it's like so so wait did he like no now that i know that it was just a different continent it makes less sense (laughs) Because they traveled through space. Yeah. They traveled through space when they go through the portal. Yeah, no, it, looked, it, it was like the scene in the Avengers when they open up the thing. And um, and then there's floating pregnancies. And then Tony Stark throws an atom bomb in inside of it. Yep. Yeah, the lady has a little orc baby that's blue. Oh, well, it's dead. It's a dead fetus baby. It's, well, it's still born. it's also blue. And, um, I think it's just because it's dead. dead. That's what happens. <laughs> still born babies. But then... I think the Clancy uh, Brown character... He brought it back to life, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was him. Was he the bad guy? Yeah. I think he was bad, evil hunchback of Notre Dame. Because there was also... I figured that they were like foils, or not even foils, because foils means one's good, one's bad, but like, I thought that they were just complete mirror images of each other. Like, when I'm looking at this, like, list of people... Any one of these people would have been a fine protagonist, and that's what the movie needed. It just needed to... It, it needs to simplify itself. It did go with the Game of Thrones thing, where it's like, we want to tell this story and then jump around, but you can't do that in a movie. That's why Game of Thrones would have never fucking worked as a movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, this is something, too, where it's like, apparently, I'm told that the games also jump perspective a lot, but... Yeah, but the games, I mean, you're playing for hours and hours at a time. Yeah, this is a two-hour alleged narrative with hardly any narrative yeah there's no there, there's no um there's no through line yeah um, well, i mean there's no through line there's no real connection between any of these through lines brown. black hand oh he was he was like the good orc black no hand. no no that was the guy who got his palm shot off with the cannon and then he turned into the evil monster dude with the claw hand i don't know orcs all look the same to me that's racist Except for the one that looked like Zoe Saldana in Guardians of the Galaxy. She looked slightly different. Yeah. She she bounced back and forth between sounding eloquent and sounding like... So she's got this, like, apparatus on her teeth. She's got orc teeth. But for whatever reason, they didn't just, like... I, I don't see why the, it had to go across her, her entire, like, bottom lip thing. Because this is the way she talks in the movie. And I'm not even, like, exaggerating. This is what she sounds like. And I'm like, who thought this would be a good idea? Like, who heard her speaking and said, 
that's fine for a movie. Because half the time I couldn't understand what the fuck she was saying. And then when I could, I was just, I was trying not to laugh. Because I was like, this, you sound like you wear, you're, you're wearing vampire teeth. Like, Oh, fake. it looked like it, too. Yeah, well, like, fake, like, dollar store vampire teeth that you get as a little kid. Yeah, it was, it was a might what disturbing to look at. Especially, like, in the it beginning. It was a might what disturbing. A might what? Might, might bit disturbing. What? No, uh, where did you get I that? I don't know. I just where made it up it? in did my brain palace. The and then making shit up. I'm too. making shit up. It um, was might what disturbing to look at. It was might what disturbing to look <laughs> but at. But this this movie, like, like, even on a, like a, I like the style of a lot of the things. Okay, let's go through this movie. So the movie starts off. It's from the the opening shot. I think is cool because it's like a human and an orc and they're circling each other. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And it presents orcs like these big shadowy monster figures and they crush people. I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. And it starts from the orc, the orc perspective. And the I like the visual style of the way things are looking. It looks like a video game. It looks like a video game. But it, was, it bothered me initially because when I was watching it, it's not like where I'm watching The Jungle Book. And when I see it, I'm like, this is photorealistic. Like, this looks like a real panther. This looks like a real, you know, wolf. But this looks like, it looks like I'm watching, oh, this is a high fidelity. I think part of the problem is that that just the design of them in general is so cartoony. Yeah. They're meant to be stylized. It's like when I look at the Hulk in the Avengers, it's like, he looks fine, but it doesn't look like he exists in this world. Yeah. This one, it it looks for a while like I was watching a high fidelity animated movie. And then they brought on Hot Orc onto the scene. I'm like, oh, this looks like... What is a high-fidelity animated movie? Like, just I thought you were of... saying it looks like high-fidelity, and I was like... No, I'm just, I just mean it in the sense no, where, like, doesn't. everything is so well-textured that it's sure. supposed to look real, but it doesn't because okay. the style impedes it. It looks like the movie High Fidelity with John Cusack. That's the one. That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, but when it brings on, like, the actual human characters and prosthesis... It just looks like a cartoon. Well, it's, it, it, it takes a second to get used to. Um, it reminded me a lot of Avatar in that regard, in that it's mostly a CGI environment. Right, but with Avatar, like, they smeared CGI even over the real stuff, so it made the... I the, don't even really remember any real stuff in this movie. Yeah, well, I mean, with Avatar, like, they took all the real stuff and they smeared fakeness over, so that way the fakeness looked like it had real stuff smeared over it. Right. Uh, so everything was kind of on the same level. With this, it's like you have this just contrast between this is clearly animated and this is clearly a person in an armor suit. Uh-huh. And, I mean, that was fine when, like, things were going down. I don't know. I didn't have a problem with the look of the movie at all. I don't know. It, it bothered me for the first couple minutes of the movie. Well, like, it looked like it, not just a video game. It looked like the World of Warcraft video games to me. So I'm like, I would rather see that than, like, a weird Super Giant Mario prosthetic. Brothers uh, adaptation where they're like, well, we're going to call it Super Mario Brothers, and one of them's going to wear a red suit, and one of them's going to wear a green suit sometimes, but nothing else. Dinosaurs. But I mean, like, on the other hand, too, it's like, well, we're going to make a, a Mario Brothers movie, and we're going to take Mario's big-ass nose design, and we're gonna, just going to apply real texture over it. Equally terrifying. Yeah, that's fine. Um, the swords look funny. Yeah, a lot of the stuff looked like plastic. Yeah, that, well, that was the problem. It was like, I, they, they looked really rounded, and every time they, like, drew a sword, I was like, yeah, that's adorable. <laughs> it looks like they're going to squeak, like, when they hit something with it. Like it's a Nerf like bat. Squeak. 
Yeah, I see. I don't know. There were a lot of there were a lot of times too, and like this movie plays so many different angles that they bring in. Like the beginning starts off with like the main human character. What's his name? Lothar. Lothar is in the dwarf like. Sir Anduin Lothar. Yeah, whatever. I didn't even know that they had like a human guy knight with a sword. Um, Was he the only knight? Yeah. There's no other sirs in this movie. Human guy with sword. When it starts off in the beginning, he's with like the dwarves. He seemed more roguish to me than a knight. Yeah. Like, noble. But I mean, it, it's just like he's in like Bronn from Game of Thrones. Um, but well, Bronn's a knight. He's a knight now. But, I mean, it seemed like they were going to be bouncing back and forth between, oh, here's the orcs, here's the high elves, and I'm like, oh, this movie's going to have a lot of ground to cover. But no, they just kind of sweep it under the rug, and they're like, oh, yeah, they exist, but they're, you know. He reminded me of, like, that drunk guy in the Hobbit movie. I can remember even less characters from the Hobbit than I can from this movie. I think they call him the Bard. Shakespeare. William Shakespeare from the Hobbit. You remember that scene, right? When Shakespeare saves Dildo? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He saves a Dildo for use of himself. Yeah, he saves it for later. Yeah, yeah they do call the guy the bard. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. It's weird now that I think about it. Because he's not a bard. What does the bard mean? A bard is a Maybe writer. he's a bard tender. I hate you <laughs> so much. <laughs> I mean, you said he was drunk, right? Yeah, but... Well, Bard, it's a writer. It's a, like a poet. Okay. But uh, I don't know. I don't remember him writing nothing. I remember him being drunk. And I didn't see... I only saw the first one, so I only really got ten Let's minutes do. of him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the one. He's referred to as Bard the Bargeman. No, no, no. So he is... His name is Bard, Oh, I think. so he's not the Bard. He's <laughs> I, just I, Bard the Bardsman? According to this, he's Bard the Bargeman. The Bargeman. Bard, bard of the bard. But here it says Bard of the Bowman. So I don't know. Yeah. Banishing. What I'm trying to say is Tolkien was a hack. Yes. That's clearly what we're trying to say. A hack fraud. Hack fraud. And a rapist. Probably. You know, Lewis Carroll was Allegedly. like a pedophile. Yeah. I've always kind of assumed. Even before you knew? Yeah. But even before I knew who he was. I was... <laughs> okay. <laughs> You just saw you saw Alice in Wonderland. And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, this was written by a pedophile. Yeah, whoever came up with this, they like to diddle the kids. Well, also he was also very he was very adamant too that he's like, no, I didn't do drugs. God, guys, and I'm yeah, like, no, no, I believe that part. Really? Of it. I think like he was obviously obsessed with Alice, um, who was who, in the Lewis Carroll mythology. Do you know his whole life story? Yes, sure. she was like a neighbor, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he he like, knew her in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, what I'm saying was like it wasn't even like a relative or somebody no. that you might write a story for. Nope. It was like a little girl across the street that he just fancied. Yeah. Interesting. Why don't you guys finish up your conversation about Warcraft? Yeah, it's just it, I don't. Yeah, this. It was great. Ten out of ten. We had to sign non-disclosure agreements, so we're recording this after we see it. Because if we wait a month until this movie's released, we're gonna forget about it. Because the movie's just so fucking forgettable. Um, I think this movie is going to faceplant. Yeah, she's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Although she shares her name with Alice Little, uh, it is controversial among scholars as to whether or not she is being strictly based upon Little. Carol characterized her as loving and gentle, courteous to all, trustful, and wildly curious. 
That's, no, that's a perfectly that's a great way. That's to a great porn name. Wildly curious. Wildly, wildly bi curious. <laughs> wildly curious about her body. Wildly curious about this older man's body. <laughs> Sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> that, was, that, was yeah. that was a funny video. Um, no, but I, I, we had to sign NDA, so we can't necessarily. We're we're sitting on this podcast until the movie's released, but we're recording it now because in one month's time, we're gonna entirely forget this movie. But, I mean, it, it. I feel like all the Warcraft fans are going to see it its opening weekend. It might have a really good first opening weekend, and that drop-off is going to be deadly. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm super interested to see how it does. Like, I, Look, critically, I was saying this in the theater, Like, it's not the worst movie that I've ever seen, but I would not be surprised Like, if I heard this movie gets a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. I wouldn't be surprised. Not because it's that bad, like, oh, it deserves to be the lowest thing, but just the tomato meter system where it's going to be like a yes-no. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine very many critics being like, yes, I recommend it. Yeah. It's just... Fair. No, it's just, like I said, it's very... It's not an accessible when film When does the embargo all. break? Um, I don't that's know. That's a very good question. I don't even know. <laughs> Probably figure that out. <laughs> well, we're, we're just going to release it on June 10 when, it, yeah, okay. when it's released. Right. But I mean, this it's just something where it's just like... Uh, this this movie, it should have been like a free digital download if you bought like whatever the newest expansion of World of Warcraft was. It'll probably end up that way eventually. It should just be like a DVD that's released. Like there was a final, like the people in line were next to us were talking about Final Fantasy Advent Children, which is like the story of Final Fantasy in between two of the games. And that that's was just straight I, to DVD. Yeah, okay, that's the one that's actually Final Fantasy, right? Yeah, and that was just straight to DVD because... Who's going to be fucking dumb enough to release the middle of a story like in theaters to a widespread audience that's not going to know what this is? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Lionsgate and Universal. In unrelated news, Assassin's Creed is released December 16, 2016, so everyone get ready. Yeah, no, it was, it was, after the movie, I looked over to Tyler and I'm like, well, it's all up to Assassin's Creed at this point to turn this video game stigma around. I don't think Assassin's Creed's going to, like, I don't, I just video game movies in general, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know why they're trying to force them on us now. They're like, there's too many superheroes. So would you no, would you I be mad? That, I think these two are it's la- are the last. This is the last like chance. ditch effort. Yeah. yeah. If these two fail, yeah. you think we're never gonna get it again? Uh, not for several years. Not for for like a years. big for like a huge one. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's like a Last of Us movie in development, but I would imagine that's gonna that's not gonna happen if uh, both of these bomb, yeah. like Warcraft and Assassin's Creed. Hmm. I can I can see this bombing. See Warcraft like this it shouldn't have been a hundred million dollar budget. No, like it Give feels it, like, like a it, good fifty million. It, make it, it directly to its audience and then it would play. But like I just a general I cannot see a general audience getting behind this movie. Unfortunately, no, it's, just, it's not. I I can't see anyone but die but diehard Warcraft fans getting behind this movie, and yeah. I don't know how large that audience is. Oh, there's a lot. Well, diehard, I don't know. But there are a lot of people that play Warcraft, and a lot of people that have played. I know a lot of people who are excited for this. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know quite a few as well. Yeah, and I'm sure like people who are familiar with the lore and the canon, like they'll probably love really seeing the world That's on the screen. Thing. And well, like what I said about the magic, like it doesn't seem like there are any rules. I'm sure that there are, and I'm sure that if you know, like if you read the fucking Cimmerillion for World of Warcraft, you'd go in there and be like, yep. I know exactly what's happening, but they didn't really explain it to a general audience. It 
It's not going to play to a general audience. It's no. Well, you know what's unfortunate is even if this movie was really good, I don't think it would. Um, Because I guess you could transition this into a conversation about how fantasy is kind of dying as a genre. Um, There haven't been any real big successful fantasy movies since probably the last Harry Potter movie. Like real Mm -hmm. big successful ones. I'm looking at a list right now. Well, fantasy, like it comes and it goes. Like last year we got Seventh Son. Yep. Pan. That was bad. The Last Witch Hunter. That was also bad. Uh, Did the Age of Adeline make any money? That's not like fantasy in the same way, I guess. But uh, I guess Maleficent made money. Yeah. Well, like the even those, like Harry Potter and this are two like two vastly different. Yeah, kinds it's of it'd be more like comparing The Hobbit to this. Or... Yeah, I would say the sto- the sword and sorcery would be the subgenre. I don't, yeah. think, the, I don't think The Hobbit would have been very successful if uh, Lord no, of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But I mean, like, yeah, this Didn't like it's... make like significantly less money than all the others. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just curious. But I mean, like, it's it's with this movie, it's just like I think everyone by the third movie are just done with that series is bullshit. Well, um, just made one fucking movie. Don't even make it like Lord of the Rings. Just make it a like a cutesy little kids movie because that's what the Hobbit was. It was a little children. I was fine with them when they were like, "We're gonna split it into two movies," and I was like, "Okay, that's yeah. fine." And then they're like three, and I was like, "Now nah, you lost me." Yeah. Ninety pages long. You can't. You can't make three, three movies. movies. How how thick was each Lord of the Rings book? Like five hundred pages? No, they were lo- no longer than that. Longer than that? Each book? Right? Yeah. Um, I have them on my shelf. They're about like this. Hold on, I'll look it up. But I mean, like, this movie, I just—it's not overtly bad. Are either one thousand one hundred sixty-eight, one thousand two hundred sixteen, or one thousand three hundred forty-seven? Kindle version has 1,036. Wow. But, I mean, I just... Like, this movie's not overtly bad. It's not offensive. It's, it's not, Yeah, it's not offensively it's bad. It's just... No, it's just not accessible. It's just... Yes, it's baffling. Nothing's... Yeah, it, it's... Nothing's explained. The conventions of cinema are not really explored. It just... It, it happens. It feels like a really expensive fan film. Um, where it feels more, it, it's not necessarily concerned with the narrative structure of the film, but more like, hey, if you like the games, isn't it cool that you're seeing this on screen? Mm-hmm. Which, sure, I mean, I guess I can understand, but that's just not... But you need a story. You need a story, and this movie doesn't have that. I mean, it has many stories, and that's the problem. It's like... It's, it's Iron Man 2. So much shit's happening that essentially nothing's really happening. Yeah, well, no, it's like... When Game of Thrones as a property was first getting, like, thrown around, they were talking about making it into a movie um, and just doing, like, each book as a movie. And it just wouldn't work like that because it was structured similarly. There's no clear protagonist. It's just a bunch of people, um, and you're exploring their individual lives. This, I feel like, this could have worked as a TV show if you had time to explore it all. But in two and a half hours... You just don't have nearly enough time to spend so much time with all of these different characters. They needed to pick one to be a clear central protagonist and have him throw a ring in the volcano. Yeah, or whatever I think that's the what world you're of Warcraft equivalent would be. To escort missions. Yeah. But see, I was thinking it would it would be the younger wizard would have made sense. But like he shows up. 
they introduce him, and he he starts out as kind of the main character at the very beginning, and then he just vanishes for most of it, um, and they he pops up when we need him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it also kind of seemed like main orc good guy would have been the main character, but again, like he's he another character. Did the Doctor Strange things with like where he's making making symbols with his hands and then like uh, uh, what do you call him? sigils yeah uh, that looks weird on film i wonder if they're gonna do that you think they're gonna do that in the doctor strange movie i have no idea wait doing what like well he's got this thing where he like makes sigils with no no not like the no no it's it's like a gyroscope of light appears around his hand yeah well i mean they're already are you talking like scarlet witch no it's well actually they did it on like the cover of whatever magazine benedict cumberbatch was on oh like he's got like entertainment it would look like a like a thing like this this comes out of his hand okay all right yeah i don't know maybe it's just it didn't work with this movie's visual style like i don't know there's really not much to say about this movie no i I think the visual style of the thing was fine there's Um, really not much to say about this movie it and yet we've been talking for 45 minutes yeah like it it happened sure whatever this may be the nail in the coffin for video game movies depending on how well or not well assassin's creed performs but we'll have to wait until december to see assassin's creed so so zach what do you think it is about video game movies that doesn't work (laughs) you know i've actually questioned that i really don't know i feel like they should be easy to translate especially because as video games have progressed they it's sort of a shame because they should be trying to do their own thing but they've been trying to just make playable movies well this here's the thing there are two very different modes of video game you have the competitive mode which is the diablo league of legends internet gaming star wars call of duty you have that that's an entire genre in of itself and then you have studios like Naughty Dog, where they consistently try to make a movie-esque video game, where it's like a playable movie, or Quantic Dream, what they did with Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls and things like that. And they're two very different styles of game. Arguably, you could adapt either one of those things into a fine movie. Look at Max Payne. Max Payne is a very movie-esque video game. It plays like a movie. It should work really out. Well. It should be really simple. And yet, Max Payne is an awful movie. What I've noticed the consistent thing is, is uh, and maybe not the case for this, obviously I did not see this, so I, I'm not going to talk about Warcraft in particular, but uh, people always say, why don't video game movies do well? And I'm like, well, the consistent thing is, is like, yeah, Max Payne is, should be easy to translate, but they hired the guy who has gone on to do Die Hard 5 mm-hmm. to do it. Um, George Romero wanted to do Resident Evil, and they and were like, no, nah, give it to Paul W.S. Anderson. I, I've noticed... Have you ever read Romero's script for Resident Evil? And me? No, I have not. I've read, like, summaries of it, and I know of it. I've it's... heard people say it's really good. Yeah, it is really good. It's pretty much the first game, but with a, Romer- with a Romero-y twist. Um, Zambies? Zambies, yeah. I mean, fucking didn't George Romero invent Zambies? No. No? They've been around, they've been around since the... Since, since like, Jesus. The... Yeah. <laughs> that's a fair point yeah um no i think they like yeah they've been around since at least the 30s there were like movies about them but they weren't yeah the first zombie movie was called white zombie it yep. came out in the 20s but they were uh they were more like voodoo things mm-hmm. in that time uh romero kind of created our what we still use as a modern day interpretation okay. of zombies he's he like com- the kleenex he combines tissue paper existed yeah. before kleenex but kleenex is what we all think of 
Yeah, zombies, yeah, it was a voodoo thing. It was like a magic thing. And he combined that with just like the classical ghoul undead mm-hmm. type thing. It's interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, typically it's they do not give them to good filmmakers, uh, which I think is why people were excited for both Warcraft and right. hopefully Assassin's Creed. He, the guy's doing, doing Assassin's Creed. He's only done two movies, but his last movie was uh, Macbeth with uh, Michael Fassbender. Um, and I've heard good things about that. I haven't seen it, but... Neither have I. No. No, Duncan Jones. I was really excited for Duncan Jones. Um, I don't know. This this feels like a fan project. I'm not sure how big of a Warcraft fan he is. Oh, he's a big fanboy. Okay, so this feels like his fanboyism... Oh, no, there's no way that he wasn't. Well, I mean, this movie in of itself, like, it feels... There's no way somebody that didn't have the respect for the No, go on his Twitter and, like, read some things about it. He's a huge geek about this stuff. Well, it feels like... This movie feels like a labor of love. Like, it's very clear that... And that's why... This was crafted with a lot of dedication. Yeah, that's why... Whether by anyone. So, I guess Duncan Jones is the proprietor of that. But, I mean, it, it feels like that fanboyism impeded his ability as a storyteller because he was focused on the fanboyism aspects of it. So, if you sure. concern yourself with... Because, I mean, with video games, yes, video games have a lot of great stories. And in most cases, there are some cases where... Well, in most cases, there are some times where you can play a video game and say, Wow, this is comparable to anything that's in theaters right now, if not better. But whether the right, argument let's is... let's get off Warcraft now, because we're like an hour into the... Because I've been trying to edge it out of that, but every time we mention it, I can't use that. That's going to violate the NDA. Well, I mean, we're so, gonna. I thought we we're gonna stop and do a different one. I mean, we could, but all right, go on. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say, really. Yeah. Yeah, because well, we had like a good thing going with the video game movies, and I thought we were just gonna segue out of that. But every time we keep saying we saw saw Warcraft, they're gonna sue us again. No, you can say you saw Warcraft. He already tweeted he saw Warcraft. You just can't post your opinions about it. Well, if we're ha- if we're shitting on the video game genre of film, it's probably not going to be because we loved Warcraft. So, Michael, can you keep your fucking mouth shut for five <laughs> minutes? Fine! Fuck you guys! Warcraft uh, uh, comes out June 10th. So do you want to start a new one, or are we just... Let's start a new one. Hello, Those are our thoughts on Warcraft. See it, don't see it, doesn't matter. Yeah, see it, don't, I don't care. Fuck you, listeners, and Michael. I think that was more directed towards me. And Zach. I was barely here this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair enough. I'm glad I could chime in once in a while. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jalapeno. I'm Michael Holler. I guess I'm stuck. Hello and welcome to Off Time Jive. I mean, get out of my house.